With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Denver, Colorado. Who's your jabroni? God, is it fun to watch MPJ go full MPJ, huh? Altitude Sports Radio, 92.5. Somebody excite me. And Altitude TV. I cannot stand the whole concept of levels. I like to level things out. I like order in my life. It's Mosher, Lombardi, and Kane. You want to feel my muscles? They're bringing the house. I want to reiterate this here. I want the D. Here's Vic, Mark, and Brett. And we'll go up and down the roster and we'll speculate on exactly who he's talking about and check them off one by one. All right. Easy on the sensitivity, dude. I'm not being sensitive. I don't know any other way to do it other than to speculate and throw names out there willy-nilly, to be honest with you, because every single guy on this team can be guilty of what he has yeah. what he has proposed in the last two weeks or at any time during the course of this season. Ain't nobody been consistent from one week to another. Nate McKinnon is on a hell of a tear right now, but everybody has their moments during the course of a game or during the course of a of a week, Vic. That's the God's honest truth. Ain't, ain't, it just sounded... ain't, ain't nobody... Okay, let's put it this way. Including Devon Taves himself, okay? Ain't nobody immune from the Taves description. Yeah, well, he didn't call himself out. How do you know? He has called he has called himself out. He has called himself out in the past. In fact, I think it was a, about a week and a half ago he called himself out. Said, "You know what? I'm not I'm not even remotely doing enough. Even remotely being my, good enough." My interpretation of what he said is they play a certain style. They they play a certain brand, and there are a few players here that aren't playing that brand. Well, the, but maybe the I mean look, there are a lot of guys who bring it almost all the time, every night. But how many times have we said, well, this team hasn't put together a full 60? Yeah. Or, you know what? Coach will come out after the game and say, I love the first period, I love the third period, I didn't like that second period, and that's what cost us. Yep. That kind of thing, right? And and so, when you, when you say something like that, that means that he didn't say, well, you know, uh, out of the, uh, well, heck, the 12 forwards uh, that were on the ice, I, I didn't like nine of them in that second period. He didn't say things like that. He's not parsing words. He's letting me know that it, it, it's it's really crazy because when things get messy for the Avalanche, and it's not like they're not skating hard or trying or working, but when things get messy, everybody gets messy. Passes are into skates. Passes are directly to another guy's tape. 
You're going in for a point-blank shot. You're missing the net, period. You're flat-out missing the net. It's In your best professional description, tell us why they lost last night. Uh, best professional professional description. I, You know, in all honesty, I think they probably should have won 2-1. to one. I mean, when they broke down, they broke down in a big-time way. That power play goal that, that won it for Tyler Johnson, I mean, that's his... Bang, bang, bang. They're letting guys get behind them. You know, I mean, it's it's odd man rushes. It's confusion. Connor Bedard with a couple of great feeds, but it's it's guys not in proper position. I don't know what to say. I mean, the mistakes are being made. I don't know if it's for a lack of effort, but perhaps for a lack of awareness, Vic. Can I paint the other side of this? And, and by the way, these mistakes are big. They're not little ones. They're not, they're not you know, guys out muscling. It's not, these are big mistakes. Can I paint the other side of this? Sure, um, please paint it because we can. I, I don't know. You know, I, just, I don't know. Just like a, from a larger discussion, though, Moj. How about this? I think you can look at this team and say, yeah, they miss guys like McCarr, and they miss guys like Lekkinen. They should still and, win that game last night. Doesn't matter. Doesn't understood. Matter. But here's the bigger picture I wanted to get to: the Avs so far through this year, nineteen, eleven, and two. Last year, at this point in the season, they were nineteen, eleven, and two. The year before that, won the cup. You're right. So I, I, a couple of guys more healthy, Lekin and McCarr get back in the lineup. I guarantee it's going to look a lot different. I don't think there's any doubt about it. I, th- I think absolutely they're going to be just fine. I mean, I really do. Every team goes through their ups and downs and grinds and so on and so forth. But it's a matter of, of I think, all the leaders in that room saying, guys, we like Coach Bednar said, been going on for some time now. He's kind of letting them work it out themselves. Mm-hmm. It's time to put the foot down and say, it doesn't, we, we'll take losses. We are going to lose hockey games. That is an absolute fact. The Nuggets are going to lose basketball games. Mm-hmm. But is it a win? I mean, excuse me, is it a loss that I can stomach or is it a loss that I cannot yeah. stomach? And last you night, losing best. to the last place team yeah. in the Western Conference, and I don't give a rat's ass if it's in their building or not, I'm saying, you look at it, if you're the coach, I'm sure, it doesn't matter where you play that game. It could be it could be in France, it could be in South America, it could be in Antarctica. You look at that game, and you should win that hockey game against a blue line that had four players with a combined under-93 games experience in the National Hockey League. Yeah. You want to lose the right way, I guess, is the best way to put it, right? And to the right teams. <laughs> I mean, if you, if you put together a formula on how to lose, that was not on that formula last night. How to lose that game. Now, having said that, every team, and I'm glad Coach Bednar did not use this as an excuse because people are going to say, well, they're banged up. Yeah, they're banged up. Name a team that's not banged well, Chicago's up. Chicago's hella banged up. They're missing Taylor Hall. They're missing Seth Jones. They're missing Andreas Athanasiu. That's what I'm saying. These are guys who are incredibly important to them getting any points at all on any given night. The Avs? Can survive a couple of games without Kale McCarr and Andrew Cogliano. Or I'm, I'm not talking about Lucky because he's been out for a while. So it, it's listen. This is going to be. I'm sure Coach will come on at 8:30, and this will be an absolutely no excuse Wednesday. Moshe? at all. I just want to say something to you. What? Athanasiu. Yeah, uh, Athanasiu too. <laughs> Athanasiu. No, not you. Not you. You don't get one. Yeah, you stay out of this. We're we're Athanasiuing each other. Moj, did you, did you wish Powder a happy birthday? Of course not. I don't. I not, I, not only do I not know it's his birthday, I don't care. 
I mean, yeah, I do. Happy birthday, Brett. Here, I got oh you this. Anyway. I got you this at Target. It was on sale. <laughs> yeah, did you? It wasn't. What is it? Was it 50% off? Yeah. There's something Are you else. guys going to be there tomorrow, Brett? By the way, are you going back to uh, the homeland? Uh, the homeland, yeah. So you this is your last day with us? Yes. Um, Wait, you're not on tomorrow or Friday? Nor Tuesday, nor Wednesday next week. For Christ's sake, what are you going to do with all those days? I, I guarantee you. I know all the family wants to see the baby. That'll last up until like Saturday or, or Sunday, Christmas Eve morning, Sunday. And then you're going to be sick of Troy, sick of your mom, <laughs> sick of Nolan and his rugrats. You're going to be sick of the whole damn thing, and you got three more days to gut it out before you come home. This is a really dumb decision on your part. And not Marty, because Marty? I'm going to miss you from the show. Marty, are you going to be here tomorrow, or are you, are you off? As well? uh, I am also off. Oh, you ever notice, Mark, how they, they take off together? You ever notice that? Yeah, yeah. The days they're off? You know, you know when, when Christmas happens, you typically take those days off. And, and Vic, I don't get to walk two blocks down the street to see my mom and dad. I have to get in my car for seven and a half hours. You see, I don't care about your personal problems. Well, I'm just making a reference that you and Marty, Radar and Powder, always have to take the same days off together. Do you see me and, and Mosher playing hopscotch together? Are we running a three-legged race You guys literally, like, once a year play a golf tournament where you're both off together. We haven't done that in a couple of years, bro. Well, you, you used to. Okay, well, here's the thing now. Um... I'm missing no time because I can't because I have hockey as well. And if I'm going to do hockey games, I might as well be on this show. You are going to spend I don't know how many days in friggin' Omaha, and you are going to go to the backwoods of Joliet, Illinois, like a total dork, beat up some 12-year-olds you know, in ping pong. That's right. They're and, 13 now. Okay. And then, and then what? What else are you going to do? Yeah, it's not like you have anybody else to see. You had no friends growing up, so you're not going to revisit with anybody. Nope. Most today's just uh, today's generation, they don't want to work. What the hell are you talking about? Most, it's very obvious. These guys are taking off tomorrow. You and I are going to be in the rest of the week. These kids don't want to work. Well, why don't you hey, shut hey, up? Vic, because we, you're going you're to miss half the week next week, too. We wanted to do the Mojis next week. Why can't we? Yeah, I'm why can't be here we do every that? day. Like I said, these kids don't want to work. Yeah, just so you guys know, the moment anymore because Vic goes, oh, I messed up which days I'm taking off last second. <laughs> Everybody knows. The, the week between And you want to know why, Moj? Because these olds don't want to work anymore. They're yep. done. Vic. This guy wanted to retire earlier this year. Vic, I work. I've got three games between Christmas <laughs> and New Year's. Three. Three games. And again, if I'm doing hockey, I'm not taking days off. I'm going to work what, my Moj. butt off, which Moj. means which means comes. Wait, hold on. Here's the great thing. You know, you can't carry over, I don't think, your your day off time from one year to the next, right? I don't think you can. Can you? I've, no I've got idea. that in my contract. Oh, oh you do? Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know if I do or not, but here's what's going to happen. When the first of the year hits, you're going to get me two days a week <laughs> until <Okay>. August. <laughs> right. Because I'm carrying over like a decade's worth of, of, of uh, off time, baby. Uh, 303-504-0925. Vic? Two days a week, baby, two. And I'll tell you what, I'll even let you pick which two. These kids don't want to work with their hands. Yeah, okay. Turn (laughs) Turn his microphone off. Uh, When we come back, I think we stumbled across something yesterday that that proves why we're living and dying week to week with the Broncos next. One, two, let you on a...
Excellent choice, Barn. I appreciate it. You know, I went to my doctor a couple of weeks ago. You guys probably don't know this. Now, my physical again is not until like May. But I had to, go in for, that up. had to go in for a checkup, and he said, you know what? Hold on, Martin, up, up a little bit, please, if you would. He said, by the way, I don't know if you know this or not, but your blood work came back. You're not getting enough funk in your life. Oh, this <laughs> In your diet. I said, oh, is that is that true? He said, yeah, you need a little more funk in your diet. So Martin applies my daily FDA-recommended amount of funk. So let's get on it real quick so I can funk out. This is this is a vitamin D pill for you? And Vic can funk off. <laughs> Okay, okay. Whoa. All right. Uh. Go ahead, turn it up, Marty. Give it to him. This is what he needs this morning. This is what what gives Mosher life and give him life. You can listen to this album all the way through, not skip. All right, so I think we stumbled across something yesterday. As uh, you guys remember, we are being criticized from a couple of textures saying that we are way too emotional. Week to week. If they win, we're too high. And if they lose, we're too low. And I think we just kind of stumbled across why that is. When you're on a spectrum of rebuild to Super Bowl contender, you should be able to say where your team's at. And I don't know if you can with a 7-7 seven and seven Broncos team. And I think that's part of the problem here. Because when Sean Payton and Russell Wilson have a blow-up on the sidelines, which we won't talk about that again, but it's a good example of why you react the way you do. That could be an indicator of just a rift in this relationship to where it moves on at the end of the year. But if it moves on, then what does the team look like? I asked earlier. And the team that I use as an example is the Houston Texans. That is a team that has outplayed their expectation. But let's say, Vic, that they stumble at the finish line, that they miss out on the postseason. That fan base is incredibly happy about what that team is going to be. Because why? They have a young core that they can believe in with C.J. Stroud and Tank Dell and Will Anderson and everybody else. Give me something to believe in. Here's my question to you. Who's that for Denver? And the way I posed the question was this, Vic. If you were to buy a Broncos jersey, and you bought it with the understanding that this guy is going to be here four years from now. Excellent question. And I said, you can't say Patrick Sertan. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Who is it? Excellent, excellent, excellent question. Victoria, I'm going to put you on the spot, man. You go ahead. Go ahead, buddy. I don't know the answer to that, and and therein lies the difference. That's why I think we are at odds. That's why we're conflicted deep inside in our loins. We're conflicted because we see progress the Broncos have made. We've experienced it. We've seen it with our own eyes. They go from 1-5 and five to 6-5, and five, and now they're at 7-7. Seven and seven. We've seen it. That's progress. It is. But moving forward, the difference between a team like Denver and Houston a team like Denver, and pick another team that's on the way up. Just pick any team. Um, Cleveland. Sure. Is that they've got building blocks, younger building blocks, that they can build from. I don't know if we, deep down, believe Denver can build with a quarterback that takes up so much cap space. How much building can you do? Mm Mm-hmm. 
Brett, that's I think part of the deal. I think it's a really poignant question at this point because I think that's the real – when we talk about the lack of oomph, you know what I mean? It, fans are not dumb, although some are dumb. They are. Some Some are dumb, but the vast majority are fans in one capacity or another. Now, they may get silly and whatever. That's fine. But they know what they feel, and they usually can articulate why they feel what they feel one way or another. The thing about the Denver Broncos is, and you're right, I mean, we should be enjoying this. If the Broncos win out, they've got a very good shot of making the postseason. That would be killer. Just getting into the dance, and I don't care if you go and get crushed, you know, wherever you would go and get crushed. I guess now it would be Kansas City, something like that, whatever whatever it is. Yeah. We should be excited about it, but people, I think, overall look at it and they say, you know, I've been I've been preconditioned to be bummed for a while now, Vic. And then what what do I have to look forward to in the future? Because again, even this year, it would be awful. But you could say, hey, man, <laughs> we're in the Caleb Williams sweepstakes. Yep, we're in the Drake. I mean, what, whatever it may be, right? Or, or whoever you want to throw out there, whatever stud coming out of college that you really like that could really help the Denver Broncos on either side of the football. At least you could throw that in your head, Vic. Right now, you're yeah. like, ah, middle of the pack pick. And uh, and whose jersey am I going to buy? Hell, I don't know. You know, that, that's where you are, bro. Like, you, 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 you bring up a great point. I mean, it's outside of Stan, there's not that one constant, that one guy that you're like, all right, this guy's going to be here for a while, and he's going to be my guy that I, I go buy a jersey for. You, you just don't know. You know, one thing that – the other thing that's changed, and you guys tell me if I'm off. Listen, tell me if I'm off. If I had asked you this summer, all right, the Broncos are probably going to buy out Russell Wilson at the end of the season, the summer's reaction would have been, there's no way. That's way too much money. You'd be handicapping yourself in dead money. There's no way that's going to happen. I mean, look at the amount of numbers at the end. Look at all the decimal points here. That's not happening. But that viewpoint has changed. I I think if you ask most fans whether it's possible, and I'm not saying they're going to do it or not, but whether it's possible, oh, yeah, it's possible. Eating that money is much more possible today than it was back in the summer. Which is weird because it's not like the cash changed. It's the same sort of penalty that you're going to incur no matter what this offseason. But I, I, I really think the way that Peyton and Russ have interacted in some of the finger-pointing that's happened has changed minds of, can this even work beyond this? Well, it worked to a degree, and it's not done yet. They have three games yet. But so far, uh, up until these last three games, it's worked to a level. It's it's become serviceable. And I said that. That's the word I used at the beginning of the season. It's funny because here we are. Someone said, well, what do you want to see out of the uh, Peyton and Russell Wilson relationship? I said, I just want to see um, an offense in a serviceable again. Because there was times last year, it was it was a joke. Yeah. Right? From what we saw last year. Yep. You know, Vic. It was a joke. It, 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 you're right. We talk about, Brett, you made a very good point. Why, why is somebody making good points this week? I've got to give you guys credit. Often to see you. Maybe, maybe, maybe they just stood out to me because typically you're dorks. But that, when you look, watch the, the game against the Lions, Vic, I mean, you see all those weapons out there. You're like, oh. Right? You, you salivate, right? You pant. Mm-hmm. I mean, think about it, man. Vic, if you could have your pick. Of a skill position guy, or or what? Just a position. St. Brown. Okay, no, 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 no. But 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 let's say I just general position right now in the Broncos. St. Brown. Off, 
Okay, I'm not talking about Amon Ross St. Brown specifically. St. Brown. They shut him off. Brett, you have the you you can get a skill position taken care of. Like you you get to draft high in a skill position. What position? Receiver. Can you nah, imagine? Can it's you not receiver? Okay, no, but, you but, know what it is. It's tight end. It's Laporta. Oh, St. Brown. Oh, okay, but can you can you imagine having a crack at Brock Bowers? Tight ends are tough, man. They're high risk, but if they're good, I mean they're really good. They're high reward if they're they good. What about well, uh, what about having a crack at Marvin <clears throat> Harrison Jr. or Odunze, the kid out of uh, out of Washington, the wideout who's catching everything that Penix throws his way? What about you know? I we, mean, but but I'm just saying, Vic, you if even if you're a Broncos fan and you you're going to stink, you know, I'm going to investigate every skill, dude, and it is a first round projection, yeah. and we're going to get somebody, and I'm going to get jacked up about that. But but it has to work. It all has to be complimentary football. I mean, you can go get a Laporta. By the way, Detroit, and you tell me, Powder, weren't they? They were knocked for going out and drafting Laporta, right? Yeah, their their entire top end of the draft, and they took Gibbs at twelve overall. People thought yeah, that was stupid. Were, yeah, they were vilified for for their picks, and here they are. Not only do you have to make the pick and hope the pick flourishes. Then you have to make sure that he has the complimentary nets to make him look good. And they've done that. The offense they're running to make Laporta look good, the way he's getting he's getting the ball in clutch situations to make him look good. It's one thing to have these guys. I mean, the Broncos have Marvin Mims. How often do they make him look good? Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. That's what's funny. When I asked this in the appetizer, The uh, if you had to pick a, a jersey based on a guy you think is going to be here in four years, people said Mims. And I go, he gets a reverse a game and then he goes away. I, I, I know that we're all excited and tantalized with, with his raw athleticism, but... Why is he playing? There's got to be something that we don't know. There's got to be something. Got to be right. There's got to be something that that we should we should watch the all twenty two more and try to really figure out what he's not doing correct. Is he missing blocking assignments? Is he running incorrect routes? I this is stuff I don't know because I don't know the offense. Who would have Who would have thunk? By the way, Moj, that here we are, three games remaining. And tell me this. You guys tell me if what I'm about to say is right, wrong, or maybe not enough information yet. Who would have known that at this juncture of the season, the Broncos' most valuable running back is Samaj P. Ryan? Yeah. Hard to believe because Javante's the guy. I mean, he's the guy that stepped into the mix. I don't know. Think about I, the games they yeah. won. Think about the games they won and how they won them. And who played the most active role in those games? P. Ryan. Well, look, look, on top of that, Sean Payton mentioned the last three weeks, the biggest problem, the Broncos dropped two of the last three. Because the issue is we can't run the football. They're averaging 3.4 yards per carry the last three weeks. I don't know what quarterback looks good if you have that along with not a lot of weapons in the pass game, along with an offensive line that can get pretty porous at times. Yeah, but still, as we as we talk about all this... And it sounds like we're being harsh. And we are, to some extent. 
Man, they're still in the mix. No, you know, they and, are. And, and every team around the Denver Broncos at this point, including the Buffalo Bills, who have seemingly figured it out. But I can go around every other team. I, I guess that the, let, let me pull it up here one more time just so I can satisfy myself. A little self-satisfaction going on here. Every team that's around the Broncos, though, check this out. Outside of Houston and Buffalo. I mean, Pittsburgh's going with a back. Well, they're going with they're going with the second back. Mason Rudolph, right? Not picket heads gone. Mitchie Trubisky gone. They, Mike Tomlin is shutting. They're going Mason Rudolph. Yep. Buffalo's got their guy. Houston's got their guy. But they're Houston right now is ahead of the game. Houston is ahead of they're 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 under par on the golf course when they should be three over. Colts have a backup guy. Bengals have a backup guy. Browns have a backup guy. Every team that's right there in that mix in front of you, these are all backup quarterbacks. You got your dude, man. You got your normal dude. You know, yep. but you also have to have a team. I mean, the Jets banked on you know Aaron Rodgers taking him to the promised land, and we watch Hard Knocks, and the Jets were just big up front in their defensive core, and, uh, and they suck. All right, they suck. They don't have enough talent. Hey, you they know don't what? Have enough talent. Part of the reason why I was talking about wide receivers, what I want, Vic, look what's happening in Kansas City. That offense is, this is the number I wanted to give you the other day, by the way. I just remembered this. So the AFC West, that we looked around those rosters before the season started, and we said, man, mm-hmm. look at the talent. The, tri- mm-hmm. the Chiefs are always going to be the Chiefs. Mm-hmm. Through 14 games <clears throat> for all these teams, the leader in the division in points scored is the Chiefs at 319. Second is the Broncos at 304. The Broncos have scored 15 less points this year it's than crazy. the Chiefs. And that's good for second in the division. And so, you kind of put that together. You say, well, why? The Chiefs' answer is simple. They don't have a single wideout that's a threat or can even catch the football, it seems like. And that offense is taking a giant step down. The reason why they're 9-5, and five, they have an elite defense that makes up for a lot of it. Super elite. And the Broncos' defense has been playing good, but the Chiefs has been exceptional. I mean, for the Chiefs to give up 20 in a game this year is, like, really, really rare. Yeah. And I know the 70-point outlier is out there, and it's something you have to contend with when you're looking at how many points the Broncos have given up. But even if you take away that 70 points, let's just say you let's say you shut out the Miami Dolphins in that game. The Chiefs have still allowed like 40 less points over yep. the course of the year than you. And that's taken away that 70. Can I um uh read this text and see what you guys think about this? I wish this? you wouldn't. Yeah, you know, there's a lot of self-reflection when it comes to these topics that I go through, and I wonder if we're doing this a disservice or not. But I I then I snap out of it, wake up and say, come on, here we go. From 9995. The difference this year, guys, is Sports Talk Radio. It's decided they're going to push this narrative that the Broncos will release Russ at the end of the year. What? It's ridiculous. There's at least one break every single morning that discusses this. There is 0% chance that Russ will be released, and you guys aren't really doing your jobs because all you're doing is recycling the same speculation without any sort of substance to back it up. Let me tell you something. When you say 0% chance, because that's a big number you just threw at us, 0% chance. I think there's 0% chance that you believe there's 0% chance, all right? I, I, the fact that you just said there's 0% chance is ridiculous. That's ridiculous because they got to make a decision moving forward. Who are they with? 
Who are they going to bank on? Who is the anchor to this franchise moving forward? If they don't believe in that anchor, if they don't believe in that captain, if they don't believe in who that is, you think they're going to roll out another season like this? That ain't happening. Even if it's going to cost them money. I, by the way, have from the very beginning, before the season started, all of that, said multiple times, I think it would be dumb for them to cut Russell. Because I don't know what that fixes. And the penalty that goes along with it is so steep that I don't even know what kind of team you field afterwards. Because then you have to find another quarterback. Well, how are you going to do that? You could draft one, I suppose. But you're going to have a middle draft pick in the first round. Or what could you do? Go out and get another Ridgewater? Because I'll tell you what's yeah. absolutely not happening. You want a chance? There's a 0% chance they cut Russell and in the offseason use more draft capital to go find a quarterback yeah. again. Yeah, but here's, here's what I feel like. And it, there's only so much draft capital you can use. They've already expended a ton of it on I their know. coach and their QB. That's I what know. I'm saying. Like After all that, they're doing that again. Not going to happen. I feel like, and by the way, Peyton took this job. He knew what he was getting into. But I feel like all things being equal, if Sean Payton could, he would just love to get his hands on a young dude that's in I don't his, know, in his I don't mold know. And, and, Moj. and grow that dude and, and, and grow this franchise back year Moj, after year. Think about it. When he was in New Orleans, Drew Brees didn't come in a young dude. Drew Brees came in already a player who played in well, the league and started in the yeah, league. He so did, but but not it, not long. He was dude. He, hold on a second. Age wise, he was a young dude. Age wise, he was still mid twenties. Okay, it'd be like it'd be like somebody going to L.A. right now and getting their hands on Justin Herbert. That's what it would be like. But the question is always the same for me. I brought this up last night with some folks. All right, you want to release Russell Wilson and eat that money? Who are you going with? Well, who are these folks? You you know, you, you, you always say, I was talking to these people last night. I was doing this thing last night talking to these folks. I was what? doing a podcast last night. If you want specific, I was doing a podcast last okay. night. Whoa. Oh, easy, buddy. See, see that's Ooh, why I don't like to say it, because I get that look reaction. At, look at my... And look at my alternative revenue stream. <laughs> I wasn't making any money. Oh, I was sure. our guest. All right, hang on. I think hang he's on, in violation on. of his contract, Brett. I, I, I can't see too much over there. Is that Bernie Madoff? Hold on a second. Let me take a look here. Uh, I, it's hard for me to see so early in the morning there. All right, hang on, hang on. When we come back, we'll jump back into this later. When we come back, we've been begging for this for years, and we finally got it. Brought to you by Safeway. We were all wondering if this is ever going to happen. Didn't think it would. And then I'm scrolling through Twitter yesterday, and I see it. Jokic is in commercials now? <laughs> Him and Pey- Peyton Watson are in commercials? Like national commercials, not local things that have to do with Nuggets stuff or not a commercial over in Serbia, like a, a an English-speaking commercial for American television. I was shocked. Um, let me give you a little of the background. From what I've gathered, so Peyton Watson and Nikola Jokic share the same agency. Not the same agent, same marketing agency. They've been trying to get Nikola to do stuff for years, all right? And they can't because he's just not interested in that. He makes more than enough money than he ever imagined. 
He's not worried. He makes more than the GDP of Serbia at this point. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Peyton and his people helped twist his arm to do a spot that Joker would only do if he had a teammate in it. He wouldn't do it by himself. Mm-hmm. Like Peyton so Watson, last... twist his arm? Payton... Yeah. Peyton Watson. Yeah, I'm sorry. Peyton mm-hmm. Watson. So the last game of the preseason in L.A. against the Clippers, they decided to stay an extra day while the team re- returned home, and there was still a week before the, the regular season. And they stayed there to shoot this spot. And um, if Peyton Watson weren't involved, I don't think Joker does it. And I think that tells you a lot. I mean, he's doing it. Okay, kid, I'll do a spot. You know, we share the same age, and I'll do it. And it was funny. They did two of them. Yeah. And they were funny. They, they weren't, they weren't, laugh, out, they weren't laugh out loud funny because personality no. Vic is a very sly, good one. And there have been times when I yeah. laughed out loud at things he's done and said because he's incredibly clever. I thought yeah. these were, I thought these were, these were make me, make me grin type of spots with the little pony. It's not a horse. It's a pony. You know, that kind of thing. And then Did you hear the subtle piano music as they're walking down the hotel hallway. Yeah. It's a song called Pony. Somebody said, I don't know that song. By genuine. You okay. know the song? I do. Pony by Genuine. Oh, come on, Moe. You know Pony? Well, I am Genuine. That's a strip club special yeah, right well, there. I probably do. I just got to hear, hear, hear it. Marty, give it to us. Oh, my C- Can God. you give me a little stripper music, please? Yeah. I'll give you a song. That's on the piano in the background? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Let it ride, Marty. Yeah. Let it ride oh, now. Now we're here. Yeah, now we're here. Yeah, with the all... Yeah, give me some, Moe. Give me oh, some. Such a good vibe. Yeah, give us your, your best Shotgun Willie's PA yep. announcer. Your next life. Go. All right, everybody out there. You having a good time tonight? Woo! Coming up on stage number one, we've got Brandy. <laughs> All you weirdos out there, on stage number two, it's uh, your favorite, Cinnamon! Yeah, I love Cinnamon. And on stage number three, because we are a modern club and we don't care about any sort of pigeonhole or anything like that, stage three, we got Marty! Marty <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unzip it, Marty. Go. I bet your jacket. Sorry, your jacket. So yeah, I, I, I do. I do know this tune. But the, the funny thing is, it, it's clever, and I like it. it I'm, I'm telling you, Taco Bell ruined it. I could have written the damn script myself. Yeah, Taco but, Bell's dumb. Yeah, dumb. but, uh, but I, I do love. I, I do love seeing him in not one but two national commercials, and I couldn't help but. Th- yeah. Golly, that's a nice lobby of that hotel. What hotel is that? That's so hang really on. nice. I'm trying to find, I don't know which one's which here. I got both these commercials. I'll just play one of them. Let's listen. You sure this? Hey, little guy. Relax, this place is pet friendly. <laughs> What's funny? You know, two guys and a horse to a hotel. This is a pony. <laughs> Okay, so that one, the other one that I liked was the one where they're walking by the pool, and Jokic is giving Peyton Watson the rundown of where people sit. So listen. You know, Peyton, seats at the hotel pool are a lot like seats in the game. We have VIPs, we have Fairweather fans, 
and the bench. Well, who sits on the bench? Not me. <laughs> I mean, a little clever. Not if me. You, yeah, if you watch the video, they're walking by the pool, and then Peyton Watson has to sit by himself on the, the bench, which I guess is the hot tub. Is that what that is? Uh, anyway, I can't believe that Jokic is actually in commercials. I was just shocked. Didn't think it would ever happen. Again, Vic, he's been in the ones in Serbia, like with Boban and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, um, by the way, Nuggets tonight, you can hear it right here, Altitude Sports Radio 92.5. Um, the Raptors, Vic. Raptors are an 11-15 and 15 team. They've lost five of the last mm-hmm. seven. I still look at the roster, though, and I'm like, they got some good players on there. Like, Siakam's well, good. Do do I dare say what I want to say about this game before? Yeah, don't don't do that. Do don't I, do, you don't you don't need to. It's all understood. Okay, but here's what I want to say. Like, let, let's pretend Mosier wasn't here. Here's what I want to say. For some reason, Toronto's length, and and they played Toronto many times in the last few years. Toronto's length gives this Nuggets team problems because they're long at every position. Scotty Barnes, Siakam. And Anobi, they've got length at every position, and that length has is called for the Nuggets in games past. So I think this game in Toronto, and it's the start of a three-game trip right before the Christmas break, right? Or there's no break, but right before the Christmas game, this is big, man. This is big. This is going to set the table, baby. Tonight's not going to be easy. Moj, this is the NBA. I know it is, Vic. It's the NBA. I'm not doing it, man. It's, you know what? I'm not even sure my face. My face and my lyrics this morning cannot get to a point where I can hear it. That hurt. This is a pony. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I absolutely love that, man. That's awesome. Hey, by the way. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. John Morant returns to action yesterday and hits the game winner for Memphis. Yeah, buddy. Bro. What are we thinking about when it comes to John Morant? I, I was genuinely happy for him. Yeah. I, I, honestly, I, I like to watch Ja play the game of basketball. He's incredibly entertaining. He's incredibly athletic. I I like to watch him fly. He he does fly. I, I mean, he, he gets a ton of airtime. I enjoy watching him play the game. I would hope for his sake and for his franchise's sake mm-hmm. that all this crap is behind him. I don't I don't know that it is because he's fired back at the kid who accused him of whipping out a gun on the on the court. Remember that pickup game and all mm-hmm. this? I, I don't know how that's going to end or what you know what's going to come of that. But I would hope that this suspension, the meetings with the league and everything that's gone on that he just goes full hybes. Full no, hibernation mode. Do not, don't do anything. Only put yourself in a bad position. He didn't record an Instagram uh, last night after the game, did he? That, that, I don't believe so. But, okay, but yeah. can I play something that's going to make Mosher happy? Mosher sleepy this morning and, um, and the Avs lost. It's a bad combination all the time. I have, so, by the way, I've got, you know, we're talking to Coach Bednar coming up in about 35 minutes. Yeah, thirty minutes, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, for a team that's night that has forty points and is still in second place, you know what I mean? Yeah, they're fine. It, 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 people are like, oh, the, all this drama and all this and that, and you know what Miko said and what Taser said last night and blah blah blah. 
you know what? If if that's as bad as it gets, I think you're doing pretty damn good. All right, so let's just can we just I, calm understand. down a little bit, Vic. We'll, we'll jump back to that in a second. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I play something that's gonna make you happy? Please, please do. Is it Rat? What's one of your favorite movies? Oh God! Uh, like a one of those movies. Oh, I like all the John Wicks and Jason Bournes. John Wick. Okay. Saw this tweet last night. Okay. Ja, you just hit the game winner. Let's go celebrate. Ja Morant. I'm going to need a gun. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I've become, I didn't used to be a Keanu guy. I didn't. Dude, Keanu movies rule. He's not a great I know, actor, I but know. his movies are great. Well, he's a way better actor. He's a, he's a way better, he's a way good actor now. When he was younger, not Dude, so great. Do you mean like in John Wick? In John Wick, he says like three words, and I think those are them. I'm going to need a gun. And they're the best three words I ever heard in cinema. I mean, he's he's really, really good. His best movie is the one where he's the Little League coach in Chicago. That's his best oh, movie. Oh, shut up. Hardball's a good movie. It's not his best. The Matrix. That's his best movie. Matrix, the Matrix. is awesome. I don't watch cartoons. Dude, if you, you guys in these cartoons. Dude, if you didn't like him as Shane Falco, then I, I don't That's know. That's a good I, movie, too. Yeah, yeah, That's replaced, real, see? It, it, totally good. <laughs> Did you say that? Is that what you said? Yeah, that's Vic, a real movie. Vic, do you realize that he was in the movie Young Blood with Rob Lowe? Was he really? Yeah. Uh, you guys just overlook what Jaw did last night, though. You look at the fact that he hit a game winner. Did you guys know that Memphis was down by 24 points in that game on the road in New Orleans, down by 24, and Jaw scores 27 of his 34 in the second half? They ISOed him in the last few uh, possessions, said, go, go do it. In fact, on the last possession, he's in the huddle, he was cramping up. The play was designed for someone else, and he said no. And, and they said, no, give it to Ja, and he won the game. What that's, an that's impressive neat. return. It I was. Mean, Look, he's an amazing player. Nobody questioned that. Um, he was built for NBA Twitter. All of his highlights you can just throw up on Twitter and be like, no, look at there, this. There is no, he, he was built for the four-letter in the morning. Yep. There's no... Doubt about it. I'm going to jump back to the apps. We'll talk to Bednar at 8.30. So in 30 minutes, stick around for that. Um, but Moj, as bad as that was last night, and as sour as a lot of people feel this morning, I think your perspective is the proper one. We'll get to that next. No one talks more Denver sports than Al Tattoo. Sports Radio 92.5. What will you find at Macy's Backstage? How about the perfect holiday gifts, just $25 and under, like matching family PJs, fragrance sets, toys, and more. Find the latest trends, new arrivals, and great prices at a Macy's Backstage store near you. Looking to sell your used Rolex watch? We buy and sell pre-owned Rolex watches. All styles, 